Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 7 of Soul Food titled The All-Seeing. In this episode we're going to talk about muraqaba, which is a very important spiritual practice. We'll talk about the importance of always seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help. And finally, we'll talk about the distance between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, what is muraqaba? Muraqaba means to bring to your heart the feeling that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees you and is present with you at all times. Is to come to the realization that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of your inner thoughts, and your innermost realities. As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, rahimahullah, he says in Miftahu Sara'ir, the key to inner secrets, in the next section he says, Know, O servant, that Allah the Exalted is looking at your inner secrets and thoughts. To the extent of knowing them, to the degree that you yourself are not even aware of. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware to that degree of your innermost thoughts, what then of your outward actions? In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has full knowledge of everything you do inwardly and outwardly. He knows more about you than you know about your own self. And this muraqaba. This awareness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees your heart and knows your every thought, this awareness is the key to nearness. And it brings you to a point what the scholars call al-fana' fillah, being so completely absorbed in witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you arrive at that point by being present with Allah and having the awareness of His seeing you. So this is the key that opens that door of complete witnessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, He tells us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لَا يَنظُرْ إِلَىٰ صُوَرِكُمْ وَأَجْسَامِكُمْ Allah does not look at your forms and your bodies. That's very superficial. وَلَكِنْ يَنظُرْ إِلَىٰ قُلُوبِكُمْ وَأَعْمَالِكُمْ but he looks at your hearts and your deeds. So the heart is the place, it is the object of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's gaze when he gazes upon us. So Allah sees your heart and your innermost thoughts. So when we're aware of that, when we have muraqaba, Allah sees me, Allah knows what I am thinking, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has complete knowledge of everything about me. And that brings within us this awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a sense of shyness before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we have awe of Allah jalla jalalu. When that becomes firmly rooted within us, not just for a moment, but it becomes our dominant state, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens up things for our hearts. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you reach that degree of muraqabah, He then elevates you and grants you gifts that cannot be described. And then you come to know one of the realities of servitude, which is turning to Him fully, that you orient yourself towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you are humble before Him and you seek His assistance and help. And you always realize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, knowledge of you and that He is always with you. So that brings us to the next point, which is always seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help. Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam then says, Seek refuge in Allah the Exalted in difficulties and times of need, because there is no one who can benefit nor harm, give or withhold other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How could you have hope in or fear other than Him? How can someone benefit or harm you who is incapable and weak, meaning created beings? The inner sights have become blind and the inner secrets have become dimmed. So here, when you become aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that He sees you and He is with you, then naturally you turn to Him in times of need, in times of difficulty. Ya Allah, I need your support. I need your assistance. I need you to grant me relief and alleviation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assists you. And then you realize that every other created being only has what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them in that moment. And they have nothing in and of themselves. So who is it that benefits or harms? Who is it that decrees that which comes your way? It is none other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we start to believe that other created beings have some inherent power, that is an indication that the inner sights, the basira, has become blind. And that the sara'ir, what Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, عنه, he's trying to help us unlock, have become dimmed. And we see this reality of there is no one who benefits nor harms other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the stories of the prophets السلام, when prophet ibrahim was catapulted into the fire the angel jibril السلام, appeared before him and this is the angel jibril this is the one who brings revelation to the prophets and messengers the most noble and exalted of all the angels, he appears before Prophet Ibrahim السلام, as he's in midair. And he says, is there anything that I can help you with? And there's this raging fire beneath him. And Prophet Ibrahim السلام, Al-Khalil, who after the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is the most beloved and exalted of all the prophets and messengers, he said, when Sayyidina Jibreel asked him this question, he said, I don't have any need from you. And he said, Hasbi Allah wa ni'mal wakil. Allah is enough for me, and he is the best caretaker. And then Sayyidina Jibreel, alayhi salam, he says, Do you have anything that you want to ask Allah that I can take to him on your behalf? And he said, Allah's awareness of my need suffices me from having to even ask. Allah's awareness of my need suffices me from even having to ask. This is a very high degree of certainty. This is not for everyone. And for many of us, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is an expression of our servitude. 
But Prophet Ibrahim السلام, that servitude was already realized within him. And then when Sayyidina Ibrahim then fell into the fire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim. Be cool and peaceful for Ibrahim. And Prophet Ibrahim السلام, he prayed in the fire and he lived peacefully for an extended period of time. And when he was asked later, he said, the best days of my life were the days that I was in the fire because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's special care for him in those moments. So this is a fruit of muraqaba. This is a consequence and a result when you become fully aware that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees you and is with you. So then that brings us to the next point, the distance between you and Allah. This great Imam, Shaykh Abu Bakr ibn Salam, then says in Miftah al-Sara'ir, know that there isn't between you and Allah a great distance, nor does it require you to traverse these desolate regions. In other words, it is not this long and arduous journey to get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then the natural question is, okay, so what is the distance? What is the greatest obstacle and veil that makes it seem for so many of us that this is so difficult to achieve? He says, know yourself. A'rif nafsak, know yourself, for you cannot know Allah the exalted until you know yourself. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indicates this in the Quran. Allah says, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهَ فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنفُسَهُمْ And do not be like those who forgot Allah, so He made them forget their own selves. So when you know your own self, it is an indication that you are coming to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what does that mean? This veil, that if we remove it, we become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the way that we achieve that is knowing ourselves. What does that all really mean? It means that when you witness your own weakness, you realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one who can strengthen you. When you realize your inability, I'm just a human being, I can't even take care of my own health. How many people, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for afiyah, how many people do we hear of getting sick and getting different diseases? Nobody's really in control of that. Yes, we can be careful of what we eat and exercise, and those, those things are very important. But we realize, I'm not in control. So when you witness your inability, you realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who assists you with His omnipotence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, day in and day out, Allah is the one who allows your blood to flow through your circulation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who allows your lungs to absorb oxygen, which are then carried by the hemoglobin in your blood and taken to the various parts of your body. That's just one example. There's thousands, if not millions of systems just inside our own bodies that we don't control. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you realize your inability, you recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance and support and His omnipotence. When you realize your need and your poverty, our rizq 
our provision is not guaranteed by us. It's guaranteed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how many a rich person loses everything? And how many other people, they go through difficulties for a period of time and then Allah puts great barakah in their wealth. So you start to realize human beings are not the ones in control. So when you witness your poverty and your need, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then gives you from His largesse and His generosity. So we have to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all of these things. When we see and recognize who we are, in terms of our weakness, our need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our shortcomings, then we are able to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and generosity and assistance and support. And we witness His beautiful names and we ascend in the degrees of witnessing. And this is how the heart comes to life. This is what everything is about. That our lives are not really worthwhile. We are not truly living until we become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the purpose for which we were created. And that is the life of the heart. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he was asked, what is spiritual excellence? What is ihsan? He said, that you worship Allah as though you are seeing Him. What kind of state is a person in who worships Allah as though he or she sees Him? Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you're not at that level, then the Prophet says, And if you do not see Him, Nevertheless, He sees you. And that's muraqaba. That's that first degree until you ascend to the other degree, which is called mushahada, witnessing. So this brings us to the call to action. Sit for a few minutes and talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from your heart. Talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from your heart. Even if you're feeling low, even if you're feeling weak, even if you feel bad about yourself, talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about that. Ya Allah, I am so weak. I make so many mistakes. I need your mercy. I need your forgiveness. I need your support. Whatever way you can, just talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know that you have the most merciful and generous Lord who hears you and sees you and answers your duas. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a gaze of mercy in these blessed nights of Ramadan. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم والحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.